Hello, Deacon Allen here again. Uh, we're going to be moving on to the exercises for Unit 8 this time, but I wanted to make a correction on uh, Unit 7 exercises from last week. Um, we'd, uh, on number 6, um, I, you know, uh, had one we often do, had the momentary brain freeze where I'm trying to think, what, uh, what is this? It's an ablative, but what kind of ablative is it? And I babbled something about an ablative of possession which isn't a thing, and I knew that I'd got it wrong at that moment, and after a little bit of stumbling, moved on to the next one. Um, it's really more of an ablative of means. Uh, I mean, ablative is very flexible in Latin, but, you know, uh, um, and we were correct in, in our translation of it, but, uh, um, uh, uh, you know, that it you know, would be translated, are we worthy of the mercy of God, which sounds like it should be a genitive. But, uh, but the ablative is used for that. And uh, anyway, so that uh, uh, ablative means, or abl you know, uh, you know, because we're made worthy by means of the mercy of God or uh, with respect to the mercy of God. Maybe that's also a more, uh, a more correct translation of it. Anyway. All right. Well, then let's, uh, I wanted to get that out of the way. Let's move on to uh, unit seven exercises of, uh, from, I mean, unit eight exercises on page 72 and 73. Uh, uh, in 71 and 72, we have the um, the drills. And of course, you can, you know, translate, change the number, and then translate, but keeping with the same person. I think it's a good idea, you know, I mean, that's obviously the, the minimum that Collins is asking you to do, but I think it's a good idea to do all three numbers, or all three persons in both numbers, just, you know, so that you get a feeling for for the verb, uh, nail down that particular tense, and, um, uh, uh, and, and uh, voice. Um, Moving on to the exercises, let's look at exercise uh, one, and let's do them just the odd numbered ones this time. Potencia dei puer egregebatur, or erigitur. Potencia dei, this is uh, by the power of God the boy, erigebatur, or erigitur, uh, is being raised up. So I think in English we would say the boy is being raised up or is uh, was being raised up because you can have both of those senses um, by the power of God. Um, number three, per Christi potentiam populus ab apostolis Sanabantur. Um, per Christi potentiam, or you could have said, he could have said, uh, per potentiam Christi, by the power of Christ, populus, the people, ab apostolis, by the apostles, Sanabantur, uh, were being healed. So through the power of Christ, the people were being healed by the apostles. Number five. Apostoli gaudio replebantur, quia verbum domini ad implebatur. The apostles uh, were filled with joy or were being filled with joy because, so quia, connecting our two independent clauses, verbum domini, the word of the Lord, 
adim plebatur, was being fulfilled, or was fulfilled. Okay, so the apostles were being filled with joy because the word of the Lord was being fulfilled. Hebrae gloriosum domini psalmis in incenso laudavant, quod mira etiam pro populo complebantur. Number seven there. The Hebrews, Hebrei, right? the Hebrews were praising the glorious Lord. Gloriosum dominum laudavant, right, which is at the end of our of our independent clause here, because we're we're really now uh, doing our sentence order much more naturally for Latin. Earlier on in the book, uh, Collins was using kind of standard English word order just to keep it simple for us English speakers, uh, which you know made Latin word order being very flexible. It was still grammatically correct in Latin, even though that wasn't kind of the natural word order in Latin. Um, so. Uh, um, but uh, for this clause, uh, you know, we have Hebrae uh, gloriosum dominum psalmis et incenso laudavant. This is the uh, that uh, that ablative of means. So, the uh, um, uh, the Hebrews were praising the glorious Lord with or by means of psalms and incense. Okay, quod because mira. It's wonderful things. Notice it's it's uh, neuter, um, so it's neuter accusative plural. Uh, um, so mira, quod mira etiam uh, pro populo complebantur, for because wonderful things were still being accomplished for the people. Right, number nine. Contrito animo deo gratias agebamus sed mali non. Okay, now this is an example where there's an ellipsis, right? Where we kind of say half the sentence and we mean the, you know, to repeat what we've just said. Um, so with contrite hearts, with with con with a contrite heart, contrito animo, it's singular. Deo uh, to God, gracias agebamus. Remember, we ago gracia. <laughs> Um, uh, we we uh, we shove or drive grace when we say we give thanks. Okay, so with contrite heart we were giving thanks to God, but said right, mali non the wicked were not. Mm -hmm. Eleven, there is joy. Uh, let's see, Letitia est. Et in supernis et in terrenis. All right, that's a double et, so it means uh, both and and. Um, Letitias, there is joy, both in heavenly and in earthly things. Quia, because. Dominus est bonus et manus, because the Lord is good and great. Number 13. Malus minister mundum sacrificium non faciebat. Malus minister, the wicked minister, the bad minister, 
mundum sacrificium, a pure or clean sacrifice, non faciebat, was not making. So the, the wicked minister was not making a pure sacrifice. Doctrinal note here. Um, the church uh, talks about how uh, the, the, obviously the ordained ministers, especially our priests who are offering the sacrifice of the mass and hearing our confessions and so forth, um, <clears throat> are not acting on their own behalf. If they were, we might well wonder, uh, you know, some priests are deeply holy, wonderful, wise. Uh, some priests are, you know, weak and sinful and stupid. Uh, you know, we run the whole gamut of human experience, right? Um, but it is always Christ acting through them. Um, and so, uh, you know, although it's best to have a holy and wise uh, priest who is helping us along the way to salvation, uh, we don't need to sit in our pew and think, ooh, is this priest, is this going to be a valid mass? Because I don't know, that priest, I don't know, he may, you know, maybe he's got a drinking problem or, you know, something or whatever. I don't know, you know. Um, the, the, the Latin phrase we talk about how the sacraments work, uh, ex opere operato, they, they, they work by working, if you will, you know, because it's Christ who's actually doing the work. And frankly, no matter how good and holy and wise an individual person might be, uh, none of us are worthy to celebrate the, the sacred mysteries. None of us are worthy um, ultimately to, you know, hold Jesus Christ in our hands. Uh, and receive him into ourselves. That's why we at Mass say, Lord, I am not worthy to that you should enter under my roof. But anyway, a little commentary. I'll step off my soapbox here from uh, and move on now to number 15. Iterum salutiferis preceptis Christi monebamur, or monemur. Iterum sal sal salutiferis preceptis Christi monebamur. Um, again, iterum, right? Uh, monebamur is our verb. So we were, again, we were being taught or are being taught um, when it has that present meaning. Um, sal, sal, uh, salutiferis preceptis, by the salutary or saving uh precepts or teachings of Christ. So again, once more, we are being taught by the salutary teachings of Christ. Number 17. Semper dicebatis quia multi in Judea erant discipuli Christi. Semper, always. Dicebatis, you plural, uh, were saying Quia multi in Judea, that many in Judea, erant, discipuli Christi, were disciples of Christ. Our sentence order actually follows word for word in our English order. No Yoda here. Okay, number 19. Per merita Jesu sanabamur et efeciebamur firmi. Per merita Jesu, by the merits of Jesus, or through the merits of Jesus, sanabamur, uh, we were being healed, 
et efficiebamur firmi, and being made steadfast, firm, right? 21. Hodie, verba antiquorum coram judeis ad implentur. Hodie, today, verba antiquorum, the words of the ancients. It's plural, and this means the you know the our forefathers, those who have gone before us, right? Um, the words of the ancients ad implentur are being fulfilled, or are uh, are fulfilled, um, coram judeis, uh in the presence of the Jews. Twenty-three, mania turba ad domum conveniebat. Quod audiebant, cuia ibi erat Jesus Nazarenus. We have two clauses here. Let's look at the first one. Mania turba, a great crowd, or a great mob. Conveniebat ad domum. Um, was gathering at the house. Quod, because audiebant, they, had, they were hearing, or they... they heard, um, quia that ibi erat Jesus Nazarenus, that, that, that there, in that place, was Jesus the Nazarene, or Jesus of Nazareth, but it is an adjective, so. Uh, and then 25, we have a kind of a quote to, of, from John chapter 4, said venit hora, et nunc est, said, but venit hora, the hour comes, et nunc est, and it is now. All right. And then let's do number two, going the other way from, uh, from English into Latin. They say that Peter was the first pope. Dicunt quia, this is using that quia in that sense of maybe, you know, having a, an indirect quotation. Dicunt Quia Petrus primus papa erat. Again, because papa is first declension, but is masculine, you use a masculine uh, 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 adjective with it because an adjective agrees with its noun and gender number and case. So we have dicunt quia Petrus primus papa erat. Number two. You were also you were you also used to praise God with psalms and canticles. Tu quoque, you also. This is you, you, they. This is in the singular, but you could also if you. I, it would not be wrong if you because English has both meanings. If you would use the plural, but I'm I'm using the singular here. Tu quoque, deum laudabas. Right again, you could use the plural. Um, Psalmis et canticis, with psalms and canticles. So we use the ablative. We were always being strengthened by God's grace. Semper gratia dei, and then, because we're using kind of the generic, general uh, Latin word order, let's put our verb at the end, firma bamur, right? Semper gratia dei firma bamur. Number four, there is hatred of sin, but mercy for the contrite. Est, 
remember, if we start off with the verb, it, uh, especially if it's the verb to be, um, it does have that sense of there is. Um, est odium peccati, there is hatred of sin. Said, but misericordia, mercy, pro contritis, for the contrite ones. Um, number five, your true and living words are being heard through the world by all the people. Tua verba vera, or verba vera tua, you could do either, you know, a number of ways in, in word order in Latin here. Um, et viva. You could say vivaque. You could, you know, you could use uh, some of those other uh, um, uh, forms of and. Um, per mundum, that's through the world, throughout the world. A cuncto popolo, by all the people, audiuntur. So, verba vera tua et viva. Permundum acuncto populo adiuntur, or something like that. All right, very good. That is, those are the exercises for Unit 8. Moving on next week, or then no, this is Sunday, uh, for Unit 9, we're going to introduce uh, the future indicative active. Um, so you're going to learn a future tense uh, in, in uh, and then also the future indicative passive. Um, and uh, it's in the future, it's in the future, uh, in the future that you will um, uh, uh, notice the real differences that I had uh, warned you about between the first and second conjugations on the one hand and the second and the, and the third and fourth conjugations on the other and why it's important, especially um, with the second and third conjugation verbs not only for knowing where to put the accent, but also in order to know which conjugation you're in. To remember when you learn a new verb, uh, learn it with the macrons in place, even though you're not going to see them written, uh, because uh, um, you know the second principal part of both the second conjugation and third conjugation would look the same without the macrons, but they are going to conjugate very differently, and it's going to become really apparent when we get into the future tense. All right. Very good. I'll talk to you next time. God bless you.